Hey guys, Murray Valerian of the Road Stories Podcast here, coming to you from a drizzly Friday morning. Um, I'm halfway through my first cup of coffee, so I'm dragging a little bit of ass, but for some reason I keep I keep doing these morning records. Aaron, I don't know why. It's all we've got. Yeah, I guess so. It's all the slot we got, all the time we got at the studio. Um, couple dates I'd like to remind you guys of. First of all, coming up is uh, May 19th, Comics on Safari. Uh, we have added the token skater himself, Matt Fultron. The full charge will be down at uh, at the La Jolla Comedy Store. So get your tickets. You can go to La Jolla Comedy Store, click on the calendar, May 19th. You can put in the code SURF, S-U-R-F, in all capital letters, and that will get you two-for-one tickets. Come on down. We got a new sponsor coming up. This is really exciting. I, I can't really talk about it, but I talked to a new sponsor for the show, and they're super stoked, and I think the actual owner of the company is coming down to the show on La Jolla. So come on out, uh, Road Stories listeners. Represent. Uh, we've had great shows down there, man. We've packed them out every time. Uh, let's not let this one be different. If you haven't been to a show, uh, I really encourage you to come to this one. Um, and we'll have a good time. We really will. And then San Francisco listeners or in the Bay Area. What consists of the Bay Area? San Francisco? San Francisco. Uh, Oakland? Uh, yeah. Oak Town, uh, I think Sausalito. Tupac used to call it. Sausalito? Marin? Marin? Yeah. Marin County. Okay. Is yeah, Sacramento? Or is that too no, far? That's too far. It's, it's like too two, far two and a half hours. That's two and a half hours? Just about, yeah. Hey, Sacramento listeners, you got to come out to the punchline. <laughs> you got to <laughs> plan now. Oh, not the punchline. Not, not the punchline. Punch so. what what all right. Come out to the Purple Onion at Kellis. Purple Onion moved, uh, Aaron. It's super confusing. This is mm-hmm. um, this is what happens when you book, somebody calls you and asks if you want to do a show at a place you've never been. So you get kind of But that's the Purple Onion on June 2nd with uh, Tim Lee, myself, and a couple local uh, a couple local, local openers. We're looking forward to that. Um, you can go to Eventbrite and uh, get those tickets at Eventbrite. I don't, I'm trying to get the exact address here on my Facebook. Um, just type in Tim Lee and Murray Valeriano. We did it alphabetical order. That's how you do it in television. Uh-huh. Aaron, that's how you yep. do it in television. Not yeah. saying Tim Lee is funnier. Although if, if you are second, technically you are the headliner then. I'm not saying I'm funnier. <laughs> I'm saying it's a great show. And what I like, about you know, it's funny. Tim Lee and I have been performing a lot together. And I love performing with Tim Lee because we're so different. Yeah. We're so he is literally the scientist uh-huh. turned comedian, and I'm just some fucking hack. Right? So, <laughs> so we're so different, which which is which makes a great show. But then he went and had a fucking kid. Uh oh. So now he's doing kids stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I'm gonna have to start doing stuff on Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Yeah. And uh, it's only fair. And fusion. Mm-hmm. And uh, entropy. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote on Tim Lee's pilot. That's how we met. Tim had a pilot for the Discovery Channel. It was uh, it was a Tosh point but from a science oh. point of view. And uh, I was a writer on that show. That's how we met. Yeah. All right. So Tim Lee uh, of the uh, defunct science show, <laughs> Murray Valeriano of oh a myriad of shows you've never heard of. Um, June second at the uh, Purple Onion. Get tickets. I'm excited to meet some of you guys, and I'm excited to re meet and hang out with you guys because um, there'll probably be drinking because I don't have to be anywhere the next day. Um, and then uh, maybe even go out for some Greek food. A new friend on Facebook uh, recommended some Greek food for me up in San Francisco. So there's that. And then Las Vegas, sadly, as you know from last week, uh, is canceled due to 
the Las Vegas improv not being there anymore. <laughs> uh, that's sad. Oh, yeah, we, we discussed that. But we're looking forward to the Las Vegas improv opening up in a bigger and better place, man. Yeah. I, I'm really excited about where they're going to land because Las Vegas is really, really shining right now with a lot of great clubs. So, um, And plus, I might be working some other clubs there until the improv opens up. And then um, my military tour, Aaron, Ooh. got pushed. Pushed. And, and I, yeah. And they changed the, the date. After the election? After the election. I, I changed. Uh, and I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I'm going to be able to do it. So Bahrain and Djibouti and all those places, I'll be coming at you in July. Just because June wasn't hot enough yeah, in June, Africa. Yeah. Well, you know what? Mm. Let's, let's just... No. Hmm, is there any way we can simulate the surface of the sun? Yes. Yeah. Let's send them there in July. Okay. So July, uh, military listeners out there, I'll be coming to see you. And then um, I replaced those dates with Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale Improv with my buddy Lachlan Patterson. Very similar to a war zone. <laughs> yes, very much. <laughs> uh, Lachlan and I are coming down. Um, so we're going to hang out and surf during the day and do shows at night. Uh, I'm obviously going to open for Lachlan. Come down to the show before you get on that cruise ship. That's right. That's, right. Where, all the cruise ship, uh, that's where all the cruise ships leave from. Uh, it's funny, too, because I've met up with comics who are working cruise ships, and they're like, I got eight hours till my show. I'm like, hey, come on over. I'll meet you for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and then we might, might, this is tentative, we might be doing a show in St. Augustine, Lachlan and I. Uh, that's still very tentative, but any St. Augustine listeners, um, we might be coming your way. All right, that is it. Uh, as always, at Murray V on Twitter. Um, I don't do a lot of advertising. The only time I, I advertise is when um, All Things Comedy asks me to, to run an adver advert for them. So, um, I don't, you know, so I don't do a lot of advertising. So that's why I'm pushing these dates. If they, oh my God, I forgot. I buried the lead. Actually, it's not the lead. It would yeah. be the third lead. Okay. I'll be at the LA podcast festival yeah. this year. LA podcast festival, Friday night show, my favorite slot, mm -hmm. 10 o'clock, I think. I don't know. 10 or 11. I thought you sure. knew. Sorry. <laughs> you, work with the com you work with the comedy film nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably 10. 10 or 10 o'clock. In the 10 o'clock era, era, 10, 10, yeah. 30, or 11. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a sweet hang. I know you guys, a lot of you guys come out for it, but you guys fly out on Saturday for the set. Come out Friday because yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh -huh. um, it, it's, I have two guests, and then I have all the comics at the, at the festival in town come in and hang out, and we drink. And last week, last year I had scotch. I think it was tequila. Tequila, tequila. Yeah. I had a, I had, oh yeah, I had a bottle of Patron mm -hmm. that uh, we drank with the audience, and so come out for that. It's a lot of fun, and there's going to be a live video streaming for you guys who can't make it. Now, here's the deal. This is this is why I was talking about advertising. Yeah, Mark Marin's going to have a live video stream. He gets two million do downloads a week. All right, you know, good friend Jimmy Pardo, never not funny. Sure, they're going to have their live stream and and. You know, comedy film nerds are going to have their limes. They're making enough money on the festival already. Trust me. Um, Road Stories will be there on the live stream. And if you put in the promo that is coming, which will probably be Road Stories, you'll get $10 off the stream? I think it's 5 you Pay 15 instead of 20 Okay, you get $5 off. Yeah. But then the uh, podcasts see some of that money also. Uh -huh. So um, it's very important that you put in Road Stories or whatever the promo code is when the live stream is announced. Uh, it's very important that you put in our show, so our show sees the money, and we can provide more drinks and coffee and food and nice establishments for the comedians that give up their mornings to come here 
and relive the hell <laughs> that is comedy on the road. So I'm really looking forward to the podcast. Oh, and I'll also be periscoping again. I'll also be periscoping. That was part of the deal. Um, so which I really had, had a blast doing. All I did was drink all day, <laughs> make an ass out of myself on Periscope. So that was a lot of fun. So two chances to see Murray make an ass out of himself. You can see it live for the podcast when you come out, or you can live stream it on the live stream video feed. And as always, at Murray V on Twitter. Thanks for listening, guys. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories Podcast, I'm your host Murray Valeriano, part of all things comedy. What's going on all over at All Things Comedy this week, Aaron? Uh, Kira Sultanovich's special is available for download. Or, Kira Sultanovich, yeah. um, you did this to me, right? Yep. It's her special. It mm-hmm. comes out <laughs> the first woman ever to record her special pregnant. Yep. Not the other girl who was, released her special today. this week. Yeah. Record it pregnant. Kira did it first. Mm-hmm. Let's just go. I won't say any names. You can figure it out. There's two pregnant uh, specials coming There's out. There's two pregnant specials in out right now that. in the yeah. same week. It's like when Lombada came out and the Forbidden Dance came out. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood shut down. Hold on. <laughs> Can't do this at the same time. So look up Kira's special. It's great. She's awesome. She's a good friend of mine. She's a good friend of the show. She's hilarious. And True. she's no longer pregnant. No. No? So, Shouts out no. to Allie Wong, too. I love Allie Wong. <laughs> I do. I love her. All right. That's Allie is the other one with the... <laughs> <laughs> awesome truth. I love Kira too. She's on my podcast. She's on the Full Charge Power Hour. I like Ali uh, Wong. Two parter. So listen to her as well. I like Ali Wong also. Which so is... watch them both. You got two hours. What Kira's one of my best friends. So I gotta go, I gotta go with watch them both, but watch Kira's first. How's that? Yeah. How's that? Or yeah. Okay. Good. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. What else is going on? You got all the dates. Um, all the dates added up. So let's. Uh, I'm excited to have these guys on the show today. Who you? You, this newly guy. added to the Comics on Safari show on May 19th in La Jolla, yeah. the full charge, Matt Fulcherange. Oh, no. Hold on. I forgot. Aaron, I brought you something. What? Oh, what? Money. No. Oh. Uh, 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 my CD. Oh, cool. I've only promised you this. How long has it been? Uh, since it came out. Yeah, a year. There's also <laughs> another CD coming out with a guy with his hand against his forehead. I did mine Don't first. Listen to that. Listen I did to mine Murray. first. <laughs> BD Wong. It's called Rusty Chicken. Huh? BD Wong? Come on. Rusty that's an Asian chicken. actor. Come on. An actor, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, I promised you that for a year. I'll sign it afterwards. That's for you. Don't roll cool. your eyes at All me. Right. You asked me for it. Cool. I'll take it back. You know what? Merry Christmas, Craig Coleman. Here's a CD for you if you don't hey, want to. Hey, look it, at me. There uh, you go. Look at me. Uh, Matt Fulcheron joins us, uh, also joins us May 19th in La Jolla. I'm excited for that show. Got a new sponsor coming out to that show, so uh, yeah. you, you got to bring it. You got to bring it. What? Sponsor? Yeah, we got sponsors for the show. Got a new sponsor coming out. Wants to sponsor the tour. What are they? Uh, hmm? What's what, the sponsor? What's the tour? I got Down a, to La Jolla? Hey. No, I'm just kidding. Why don't you follow my uh, career? I will. All right. <laughs> I will. I will. After, after this. After this. After this. After this. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming. Good to see you, buddy. My pleasure. Thanks for rolling out in the morning. You got a car yet? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh. I'll, I'll give you a ride home. I was going to give you a ride home if not. 
And then uh, this other cat I've been wanting to have on the show. Would you consider him uh, part of the full charge power hour? Part of the full charge power. <laughs> Holy ah. shit! He is the full charge power. <laughs> he's he's my partner, dude. He's, he is he's your, the official co-host. He is yeah, your, there's no doubt about it. He's not your Ali Wong. He is more of a. First of all, I love Ali Wong. I wish Ali Wong was another co-host. Right. But Craig's the official co-host, oh, okay. and I can't have. And babies. I get hate mail when he's not on. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Like, say if I want to go live my life and go to New York, yeah. right? But I'm still going to do the courtesy of doing the podcast, right? Which is I'll what get you hate mail. All right. Um, no, no, there's no no fucking question. All right, all right. First of all, very angry this morning, Matt. Uh, I'd like to go on it's record. So early. By saying, I don't like to see this out of noon. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go on record by saying I like Ali Wong also. So, all right. And <laughs> I, I get, and so does Aaron. And I get mad when Craig isn't on the full charge mm -hmm. power hour. So, that's I'm right. glad we cleared that up. Right. Craig so Coleman. Hey, man. Comes to the stage, comes to this podcast. This is one thing I know, I, which Craig Coleman probably does not know mm. about our relationship. Yes. You and I. You introduced me to the White Stripes. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I was, right. I, for some reason, I was adamantly against the White Stripes when they first came out. Before hearing them? Yeah, that's how I do and it. So how did you know about them? Time Magazine? I'm a big Because there was fan. an article about it. In Time blurb. Magazine? It was like, are they brother and sister? Are they a married couple? Oh, all right. Oh, right. When they but were trying no to be mysterious. Yeah, they're trying to be mysterious. some shit in Time Magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you used to run a, what was the show you ran? Oh, uh, uh, Comedy Underground. Comedy Underground. Sunday, I Santa love Monica that place, Yeah, man. I did too. I did too. And you brought me up on stage to... Hotel, Hotel Yorba. That sounds right. Yeah, and I was, and like I didn't even do my. I'm like I just like the music stopped. I'm like what the fuck was that? That is awesome. Like, yeah, I stopped listening to him uh, altogether. He kind of became a dick. Yeah, yeah. He became one of those people who's like, how come everybody else doesn't understand how awesome I am? Jack White, you mean? Yeah. Okay. You know, and you're like, yeah, you're awesome, dude. We get it. <laughs> but you wouldn't have had a career if Kurt Cobain wouldn't have blew his fucking head off. Right. <laughs> you and a lot of people. So. You think Nirvana would have kept everybody off the charts? For a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, mainly that, it's mainly that everybody wouldn't have scrambled to sign the next uh, you order, know, order, garage order, band. Order. <laughs> but you can't deny those white, those three White Stripe albums. No, he's no, he's a phenomenal artist. Yeah. I just think uh, it's like Billy Corrigan. Love him. Really? But I, I can't know. listen to him whine and complain about, how come nobody likes my band anymore? It's right. like, come on. Well, you fired two of the core members. Thank you. You hang out with Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, because they got on drugs. Hey, you're in a fucking rock band <laughs> yeah that happens that's why people get in rock bands they don't want a real job <laughs> you're preaching to the yeah, choir you buddy. have to be high all day you know did you show up to practice yes you're still in the band <laughs> thank you can you still play we're yes. doing this and then he hired uh he fired Darcy and then hired a girl bass player and then yeah. he fired James Eha and then hired an Asian guitar player. You're not fooling anybody, Thank dude. You. You're not fooling anybody. I like we know. I do like that level of tackiness though. Like, <laughs> I got an Asian and chick. Shut the yeah, fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Despite all yeah. my rage, I'm still just a Yeah, with your tickets you can't even tell. <laughs> no, but then he started doing them space jams and stuff. Oh, uh, was he into that? He had one good song come out in 2007. That single he put out was fucking dope. Was that True. with Swan or was that by himself? No, that was it was the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. With the mm -hmm. new the new fake Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, the <laughs> It's a pumpkin all taped together. <laughs> <laughs> and then a little bit of trivia. When Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, OD'd in that hotel room, the guy who he died, died with. Because you remember he yeah, the a keyboard dead? player died. No, Jimmy's not dead. But a higher gun died. There you go. Well, the keyboardist. The keyboardist. Yeah. The brother of 
either Wendy or Lisa from Wendy and Lisa. Yeah. From the revolution. Really? Rest in peace, Prince. It all comes around. And the well, keyboard player, go. whatever his name is. And that poor keyboard player. I read player. about how... Um, There's not enough heroin in uh, comedy. No. Isn't isn't there... Um, Wendy or Lisa had a twin sister, right? Oh. oh I think Lisa I had a twin sister or Wendy had a twin sister. Huh. And uh, Prince started banging the twin sister. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> really? And she was like, really, Prince? <laughs> really? <laughs> Me and my sister? That's There's hilarious. a bucket list. Oh, that must be weird going through life being known as Wendy or Lisa. Oh, yeah. there she is. Who is it? It's either Wendy or Lisa. Yeah, it's one of those Wendy two. Wendy or Lisa. It's one of those two. I can't tell you're wearing clothes. All Did right. you know that Prince was also technically... Uh, Pretty much wrote all the music from Morris Day in the time. Oh, yeah, totally. So he was his own competition. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. So he's the good guy and the bad guy in Purple Rain. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Not to mention the fact he beats the shit. They, everybody's beating the shit out of women in that movie. And everybody's like, ah, that's love. Oh, I don't remember There's that, a lot really? of, ah, well, when you're passionate, you smack somebody. <laughs> when you're an artist, you get to beat up women. There really is that aspect huh, of that movie I've, which they don't resolve. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I haven't yeah, even yeah. Saw, saw that. I haven't seen that movie since the 80s. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. Since it came out, and I was like, this isn't a great movie. I didn't see it until... Don't need to make anybody mad. 2012. I didn't see it until 2012, so I really had a... Okay. A perspective on it. Right, there you go. I was like, man, uh, that dude's short. I'm not even going to ask if that <laughs> if it even held up. That's all I got out of all that like, yeah, brilliant music. Hold up. You're like, well, I watched it in 2012. Didn't translate. No, it's still great. Yeah? I still really liked it. Great's a rock. I need to re-see it, I think. For I, I really enjoyed it. Let's put it that way. All right. The music's great, man. That's what I sure. mean. And most of it is him playing. Yeah, the music's and awesome. And Morris Day does some bullshit, like a, a bullshit version of Who's on First. Oh, like really? A little comedy routine. With, with, uh, somebody else. with Jerome? Yeah. That shit is- uh, Jesse, nah, I mean Jerome, and he comes out with a mirror. Oh, that shit's yeah, awesome. it's good. It's I gotta good. do that on stage. It's I gotta, fun. Craig, yeah. carry my mirror. Okay. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. Just out on stage? I'll Hold on a just second. About mirror roadie. Adjust the hoodie. Mirror roadie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk to Craig Coleman here for a minute. Okay. This is, and this is not selling you out at all. Okay, yes. This is selling out somebody else. That's all fine. <laughs> This, and I'm kind of friends with a lot of his, with his wife and a lot of his her friends. Okay. So I'm, I have to tread lightly, although I don't really care. You were on a bit on Kimmel. I was. <laughs> you were on a bit on Kimmel. And Kimmel did this bit where um, he's like, hey, I dressed Cousin Sal up as a homeless guy. Oh. And then uh, I sent him to a gas station and he... Uh, approached strangers and offered to clean their windshield for a dollar. And if they said yes and gave him a dollar, he'd give them a thousand dollars or three hundred dollars. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. So I'm watching it, and the first person to pull up, Craig Coleman. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, that's Craig Coleman. That's so random. <laughs> it then was the next person to pull up was someone else you knew, Lang Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And then the next person to pull up, another comic. And I'm like, calling bullshit. This whole thing is fake. Well, is it like that's just who's free during the day? That's that's like a setup. It was all, <laughs> it was all phony. It was all phony. Am I right? Oh, I I, I couldn't tell you. Um, oh, you just randomly pulled up. I just happened to be in the area. Okay. First of all, somebody signed people, a fucking contract. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> teaching people what's cool to give out a dollar. Now change, give it out all day long. Right. Do not take your fucking wallet out, <laughs> ever. No. All right. So this what I do charge so charge fuck this bit. 
They're telling people, hey, if you give a dollar, you might get a thousand. Right. You're missing the point. What I always. No, I get the point, but I want to talk about what I want to talk I about. Want, it's my show. This isn't a full oh, charge God. power hour. Yeah. This is Murray calling um, out Kimmel for being it? full of shit because I see it? him do that all the time. I would say he didn't know about it. If, well, if, obviously, you signed a contract. So well, there's a difference, anything. too. Murray, he doesn't even it. want to talk about it. I know. I don't think he can. <laughs> I've been, ahead, a, I've been ahead, in television a long I time. I know he can't to say anything. <laughs> but can't. I'm telling you right now, as an observer, I've seen Kimmel do this a lot, and he's full of shit whenever he does all these I would say things. this since I, wor- I work in TV and movies. Mm-hmm. So I say this to people all the time. It's all bullshit. Right. right. Okay, good point. Like uh, one of my coworkers, you know, we're site reps, okay? So we we work at the location where they film stuff. And he tells me. I, and I seen this commercial. I know he's talking about. It. He goes, "Oh, they were doing this commercial. It was hidden cameras." He goes, "And it was all not real actors." I go, "Hold on." <laughs> I go, first of all, they're all actors." He goes, right. "No, it said." I go, "No." I said, they're not actors you've ever fucking heard of, right. and Which they don't actors. really work that much, right. but they're all real actors. They Bring never in put, Craig Coleman and Lang Parker. No. <laughs> yeah, they never put regular people on TV. That doesn't fucking happen. How, right. about, how about the fact that I did a Burger King commercial last year, Thank you. and I played somebody who was on a hidden camera? Oh, yeah. yeah. I and, don't remember and that. And made him a dad. No one remembers it, it except for maybe some Swedes <laughs> or some Scandinavians, because oh, it didn't air right. over it. Well, Here. to be honest with you, I worked on the uh, revamp of the bloopers show, and uh, all the hidden camera stuff we did, we fucking staged. Sure. So, of course. Yeah. Well, then, then that's- But well, when you're in a late night talk show, and you have the legacy of Man on the Street started by the original uh, Tonight Show, stop banging. I'm, I'm passionate. Don't tell me to stop banging on the table. This is something I'm passionate about. All right. Sorry, I'm getting Passion all that by sounds ear. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> If this is the man on the street is a legacy. It has been part of the late show staple. Say what you want about Leno and jaywalking. All that shit was real. Sure. All right. Kimmel's fucking coming in and staging everything. I think uh, sometimes they just set it up to like, okay, hopefully we'll get some regular people and give him money away. <laughs> Homeless people ask for money in LA. I mean, the chance of people getting people on camera to actually give him money. I usually do. Right. I'm like, here, this, it's fuck you money, I call it. Fuck you, get away from me. Okay. Please. That's and a, normally I'm like, don't even wash. <laughs> don't even wash my window. Right. Just walk away. I'm giving you this money to walk away from my car. Craig gets angry good karma. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who would have thought of you that per- about a Corolla? What do you drive, a Mercedes? <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. No, it's all I got. It's a Pontiac vibe, actually. Yeah. They don't even make them anymore. I don't even heard of it. That that's how fucking that's like rare a, it is, that's man. That's the Burger King commercial <laughs> of cars. <laughs> All right, so we can't discuss that, but I'll go on record saying Kimmel is full of shit. That was a while ago, though, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's how long I've been wanting to have on. Wouldn't yeah. that be funny if um? But I'm just saying, like, you still can't talk about it. But what if he talked about it, and then it's just like Kimmel. <laughs> Exposed. Kimmel, yeah, Kimmel exposed. Yeah, like oh, nine uh, years ago, all he did a fake hub, bit. Right, all like, who would even post. listen to this, right? <laughs> hey, wait Kimmel, uh, we can't trust Kimmel anymore. Well, I mean, how, who, who in that world would listen to this? <laughs> all right, shut okay, up, that's Palmer. what I meant by it. <laughs> um, no, but that's not the only bit. That's why you're the, the only person I know. I know personally that I could bring that up too. And I've saved it for this show. Like I've seen you a hundred times right. since then. So obvi- you know what? Obviously by my answer, I've already given something away. So let's just say this. I was told, hey, if you go here at this certain time and you uh, give this homeless person a certain amount of money, something cool is going to happen. And I did that. All right. Okay. All so right. that's Let's not... say that. And, and at that time... That's a gray area. And then and they I also said, s- what other comedians do you know who are free and, at this and time? And I would, say, I would say this about it. At that point, I, we, me and my wife were so fucking broke. Right. Like that money, 
God bless Jimmy Kimmel. I am Craig not, immediately put it in his gas tank. Like, thank God, <laughs> it's the only way I can get home. Seriously. I am not condemning you at all for doing it. Oh, no, not at all. Not but, at all. But I'm what just, I'm telling I'm you also bullshit is... on Kimmel and What, what I would does. tell you is, is he didn't know about it. Like, uh, like that's think, production people you think going... segment producer did it? Yeah, I'm telling you, that segment producer people going, you know what, this whole thing we've set up could just blow up in our face and we're all wasting our fucking time. Because right. no one's going to give a dollar. Because no sure. one's going to give a dollar. If this is Especially on Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset. It's Sunset, right across from the whiskey. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like all these agents and... St- fuck, those people give a shit about humanity. So, I, yeah. Pull a Jimmy Pardo here. True or False. I met George Michael at that very gas station. There you true. go. False. True. False. I'll false. say true. False. What the really? Fuck? False. No, George Michael. No, I did. I met him. He was filling up his uh, Range Rover. And jerking off. And jer- <laughs> no, we weren't in the gas station. Yeah, it was George and Michael. We were in the bathroom. <laughs> and I course. asked. And I asked. And his I said. hasn't been in his pants since 1981. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, I'm a huge fan. I, well, I heard there's a Wham reunion coming up. Is there going to be a Wham? He's like, no, Andrew Ridgely would much rather surf and take care of the environment. By the way. Really? Um, I don't care what shitty band you were in. If I meet you, I'm going to say, hey, I'm a big fan. I'm not a big fan of George Michael right. or Wham. But how, how, else you gonna, how else are you going to? I ran into Kaja Gugu. Ah, oh, such a big fan. Wow. When's the reunion? Wouldn't even know it if I sat next to him. <laughs> so I'm always... in Kaja Gugu. Oh, huh. Too shy to shy. Is that you? <laughs> Too shy to shy. <laughs> Is that you? I might miss Kaja Gugu. <laughs> I would miss it. <laughs> I never. This is the first I've heard of this right. person. <laughs> I recognize the song. So you say hi to every famous person. No, mostly musicians. Okay. If I can. Okay. I'm not gonna like fucking beeline across a restaurant. Gotcha. But you just say, hey, big fan. Yeah, that's how that's a good opening. Like, hold on, flock of seagulls. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It makes a person feel good. Yeah. Kind of brings us down to the same, you know, Mm -hmm. playing field. You and me at Ralph's together. Right. Look at us. We both like yogurt. Right. I bumped into Duff at a Ralph's. I said hi. Duff McKagan? Yeah. I thought Duff the old MTV VJ. Mm. <laughs> Again, <laughs> wouldn't even memory. know who he is. No, That's Duff McKagan. Me and my wife are shopping. We're walking by, and I go, hold on. I go, I just passed Duff McKagan. She goes, who's that? I go, uh, the fucking bass player in Guns N' Roses. She goes, yeah, you might as well say hi. All right. Yeah, dog food and diapers. Cool. Did, you, did you say hi? Fuck yeah. We go, hey, dude, I love your stuff. He go, hey, thanks, bro. What's your name? He was nice as hell. We've He's the been only... dancing with Torina dog food. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only Guns N' Roses I like. Yeah. You don't, don't like Slash. Slash. You don't I bumped like into Slash, too. Slash is cool. They uh, That Ralph's, I bumped into the- uh, Is this rock and roll Ralph? Zed's Dead. It, it's not the one in Hollywood. It's in North Hollywood. Oh, you know okay. the Zed's Dead guy? Of course. Yeah, so he, had, he looked like he was looking for cocaine at the time, yeah. though. Yeah, that guy's creepy. Him, the singer from Fishbone. It's like this weird- I serve like the singer from Fishbone. Yeah, it's this weird Ralph's where you huh. just see these random, like, used-to-bees. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I I almost ran over Beck with my car. That's fantastic. Because he walks in the middle of the street when he walks. Like he he does his little exercise walk just in the middle of the street. Oh, okay. Hey, buddy, we got sidewalks. Hey, weirdo. Yeah, we got sidewalks, buddy. I I get you, Beck. He does it in the middle of the street? Hey, loser. (laughs) Hey, loser. Loser, we got sidewalks. Larry, he's in the street walking? In the street walking. Huh. Yeah, if if you want to get recognized, that's a damn good way to do it. All right. Enough music talk. Done. Yes. Done. So what have we learned so far? I don't know. Stop Craig, banging on Craig the table. And Kimmel's, I was on Kimmel's a sham. Fake. Kimmel's fake. <laughs> I didn't know Greg was on the Kimmel show. You know, dude, I pay attention. I pay attention <laughs> I didn't to my friends. Yep. I pay attention to my friends. <laughs> Where did you get started, Coleman? Oh, comedy? Yes. Alaska. 
Alaska. Oh, that's right. Well, from ba- Alaska. Bakersfield, I used to open up for um, uh, my friend's band, LAPD, which became Corn. Oh, I know um, those guys. So I know I, Fieldy. You know, you know. I, I will, oh, you know Reggie. Okay. I worked on a, a show called Farm Club uh-huh. with Dr. Dre. I don't know why I'm pointing at you, full time. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did a Snoop Dogg. And we too. had uh, Corn on a bunch of times. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've, uh, so I knew those guys from high school. You used to open for them? Yeah. Yeah. As a comic? Yeah, I was terrible. I mean, we're like fucking 19. Right, right. right? I had nothing to talk about. Right. Uh, I was like methed out of my mind half the time. Really? Oh, yeah, it was a good time. Um, And then uh, did that. They moved down here. What kind of violence ensued with a comic opening before LAPD? You know, none. I think Craig was on the same page as the audience at that Uh, point. Yeah, and it was kind of, for them, it was different. And so they're like, oh, Guy's going to talk. So like even the skinheads are like, well, we won't fight right now. <laughs> and then I do my thing. I get off. They laugh a little bit. Oh, sweet. And then uh, the band fucking rocks out. And, there's, yeah, yeah. and then there's violence. See, so that's right. a good sign. If you can go up and be good in front of a band. Corn, yeah. no doubt. Corn, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Then you know you got a future. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can go up and in front of a comedy audience at that point. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You, they, know what, you know what I like about that lead singer of Corn? I forget his name. With Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Uh-huh. Is like when they were doing like a relive of the 90s or whatever, and they were talking about the Woodstock where it all fucking went to hell. Sure. Mm-hmm. He blamed all the violence on douchebag from Limp Biscuit. Yeah, he the was like, dude no. incited violence. Yeah, he's like, that's the, it, would all, it was all what because did he do of him. To do that, set shit on fire. Like, he oh, literally yeah, yeah. was like, oh, fucking not... break it. Right. Yeah. Well, he did that song, Break, break Shit stuff. or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, they found that guy. That's just temper tantrum music. What guy? They, the only reason that the fucking Limp Biscuit ever made it oh, is yeah. because of corn. That's why I'm saying that. And then he just, like, no, this guy's a douche which, and he started all the violence which at is, Woodstock. Which is funny because if you talk to my friend James, I'm always like, <laughs> Hey, so why didn't you guys sign him yeah. to your label or mm-hmm. something or make up a label at the time? And he'll just look at the ground and be like, yeah, good fucking point, dude. <laughs> he goes, trust me, I've thought of that. I've thought of that a million goddamn times. Thanks for bringing it up. I hadn't thought about it in an hour. Exactly. It's one of those things you bring it up and you're like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like the Kimmel thing. Right. <laughs> like, keep it to yourself, ideas. Th- that's, one, that's one guy that like everyone really turned on. It's not Vanilla Ice bad. No. But it's it's kind of, because they weren't as popular. Vanilla Ice wasn't an an alleged douchebag. I'm not saying he was a douchebag. But he wasn't, you know, everybody kind of considers that guy a douchebag. Vanilla Ice was a joke. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, two different categories. Yeah, surely. surely. Yeah, I don't know why everybody turned on him so bad. I'll tell you why. And they're not forgiving him either. No. I'll tell you why. When I worked with them over at Farm Club. Here we go. uh, I was... You, you know, head writer over there, and you kind of write out the questions and stuff for okay. Matt Penfield. Okay. And I was like, hey, what's his name? I can't remember. Fred? Fred. Hey, these are some of the questions that uh, uh, we're going to go over for your segment. <laughs> and he looks at me, doesn't say a word, turns to Jimmy Hyvie and goes, Jimmy, who is this guy? Why is he talking to me? Oh, one of those people. <laughs> so I just, why, I just fucking dro- I dropped me? the clipboard and fucking walked away. I'm like, why you're on your own, you dude. You should have broke shit. Ah, yes. Uh, um, right. So allegedly, but, a douche. But uh, uh, my friend Jeremy used to work at Sony, mm-hmm. and he saw Fred pull up <laughs> to the valet and, go, and say to the valet, do not fuck up my car. I am a rock star. No! You hear me? I am a rock star. <laughs> That's fucking great. I believe it because on that <laughs> same so silly. 
on that same like show. Like, you fuck up your car? Right. If you're not a rock star? <laughs> he's like, I work at so Oh, you're a lawyer? No, fuck you, man. Yeah. He's like, I, no, deal, I'm with, your I shit. deal with expense rich I work on assholes tips. all day. Yeah. yeah, I work on tips. So I'm going to fuck your car Fuck up. your car. On that same on our same show I was working on, we went and did a surprise remote at his house, and he opened the door and didn't have his baseball hat on. And yeah, was, and bald. Like, was like bald, and he's like, "What do you do? You can't surprise me. I'm a rock star. You yeah. can't surprise me like right. this." And like closed the door and went and put on a hat. And Who I'm a fucking rock needs to remind everybody I'm a rock star? Uh, people might be insecure about being a rock star. Wow. <laughs> people that might feel like they're not really a rock star. Well, those are yeah, people those are stories. About Fourteen minutes and they're fifteen minutes of fame. I can yeah. still listen to uh, "Did It All for the Nookie." Really? I, I can still too. I think it's all right. I will say this. But I, I, I will say this. That. Break Stuff is a good fucking song. All right. They've got four good songs. Now we're they up. really do. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I love Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Truth <laughs> be told. All right, enough. I'm Under this, I'm wearing their shirt. <laughs> I'm losing listeners as we talk, man. We got <laughs> but, but that is a crybaby song. Oh, my God. Oh, she hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy metal rap song about she doesn't like me. And right. She hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's true. It's I, true. I, I showed her my real self and she didn't like me. Well, maybe that says a lot about oh. it. It's just one of those days where you, everything doesn't work out. <laughs> Good call it. The guy okay. in the dressing room is asking me what we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max. So you moved to LA. Yes. You still opening for LAPD? No, um, oh, what? When I moved, well, I was a short stay. Here. Short I want to oh, say you booked up to Alaska. a year and a half. I went back to Bakersfield. Oh, wait. Methyl. Is that when I met you? Was that year and a half here? No, okay. no, no, no. That was like 19 to 20, and then back to Bakersfield, meth hole, then Alaska. You get wrapped up in meth again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> you get back in Bakersfield. <laughs> Tangled so then, uh, up in meth. Then I was in Alaska for seven years. Were you doing stand-up while you are in Bakersfield? To, uh, no, there's nowhere to do shit in Bakersfield. Right. So I uh, did that Bakerfield it. Sound. Bakersfield Sound. Right. I did do it in uh, Alaska. and then Yeah. And then I, uh, off of that shitty comedy, which I've re-listened to, we decided to move to L.A., you re-listen to your shitty comedy from Yeah, and I was like, why the fuck would we move to LA off of this comedy? <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. You just Where, needed a reason. You did. Where and also, you, like in the 90s, everything was up for grabs and you couldn't keep track of what everybody else was doing. Right. And old school comedy was, 80s comedy was dead. Yeah. So uh, it was more experimental. Yeah. For sure. Back then. For sure. I think, I listened to Rollins, his spoken word. Right. And then that's when I was like, oh, because like I couldn't write jokes. Right. <laughs> I could tell stories, you know, and I was like, I listened to that, and I was like, oh, I could do this, not realizing, yeah, well, he's an iconic person. Sure. That's oh, why hold on. He gets I wasn't to... in Black Flag. <laughs> Thank you. Right? <laughs> Shit. Oh, that I thought I was in, come to I you. thought I was in the circle jerk. Oh, wait, I'm just some dude. <laughs> this Black Flag tattoo doesn't allow me to do spoken word? Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we were in Bakersfield for a minute, saving money or whatever, and Brian Head from uh, uh -huh. Corn calls sure. me up one day. He goes, what are you doing, dude? I go, uh, we're saving money. He goes, yeah, you're in Bakersfield. He goes, you'll never save enough money. You'll never right. get out of there. Oh, wow. That's that's the hometown thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just save this it's money true. Yeah. until we'll go when it's perfect. Yeah. 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 Guess what? Yeah, and he never said perfect. that day will never come. He goes, you just need to get your ass down here. He goes, right. I'll get you a job. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. We got, and like a year later, he goes, 
I don't know why I thought I could get you a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody. I'm sorry, there. dude. <laughs> and I go, no, we're here. It's all good. And we never left. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right. What was comedy like in Alaska? I only know people who've gone up there for a week, not started out there. Oh, yeah. It was non-existent. It was, really? It was literally me, because I was in a band for okay. years. And uh, so I just did a show, you know? Like after the band thing, my I told I was telling my wife I go I think I want to try comedy, mm-hmm. and she's like calls me like a week later she goes hey the pub I work at I got you a fucking gig <laughs> <laughs> that lady's like I think I want to start having musicians or stuff and she right. goes my husband wants to do comedy <laughs> and she's like hired Friday night <laughs> you know next and that's Friday. the difference between Alaska and L A right yeah yeah, yeah. L A is all. Can I do this? No. <laughs> I've been doing comedy for 20 years. Can I do this? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I've been no on television many times. You. I don't think you're good enough. Yeah, not here. No. So it's like, you know, because I did music for years, mm-hmm. the only, you know, one of the only punk bands or whatever, like, and there's nothing to do. In there. Alaska? Yeah, there's nothing to do in Anchorage. Okay. So I just put out a few flyers. Dude, there was like 80 fucking people. Really? The, yes, it was like standing room only. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, why is this happening? <laughs> it's like, hey, the drummer from... I was like, nobody even came to see our band. This many people <laughs> never came to see our band at once. <laughs> like, I was like, this is unfucking believable And so hold on, and your band used to play up in Alaska, right? Dude, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, you know? And it's like the same like ten dudes, and then maybe fifteen if other people. If you love Craig's band but hate his music, <laughs> yeah. then you'll love Craig without the drums. Dude, I couldn't believe it. It's like everybody that ever came to see our band for three years all came at once to see this show. Oh, that's hilarious! And so, and you know, basically everybody I knew, and I was just like, oh my god! And I had no material, right? You know, I had like probably ten minutes worth of stuff. But you bought what? Like Forty-five minutes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because you There's had nothing to. better than beginner's luck. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, do you remember your first time on stage? Yeah. Did, how did you do? I did really well, even though I was terrible. Mm-hmm. I just had all this nervous yes. energy. Now, do you think you did really? Because well? I don't remember how well I did. I just was so stoked and so adrenaline pumped that I did it. I just assumed I did well. I was jacked. Mm. You know I, I mean? know I got tons of laughs. Uh-huh. I mean, I just know it was only three minutes. I, I made the mistake. Well. It's not really a mistake because it went well. I did the Laugh Factory open mic. All right. Nice. And um, and I was like missing punchlines and stuff. And you wouldn't even recognize me, man. I was like moving across the stage like, bring the pain, Chris Rock. <laughs> right. that's, how much, that's how nervous I was. <laughs> and I remember I messed up the last joke. And I go, oh, man, I messed up the last joke. And that guy that sits off the side goes, that's all right. Matt the old man. Fire. Oh, yeah, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Is that guy still around? I don't know. Do oh, know? he's got to be dead by now. Yeah. The ironic part is that like... <laughs> Even though it was the, that was the first place I did comedy, like I'm just not allowed there anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> Off of that you one? Well, no, I mean, I've been past there like three times, but they that never booked mean me anything. there. I never get booked there either. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I it's you funny that I got up there so easily. Right. And now that it's and then been 20 never years, like I'm just not welcome. I, I'm... I now I'm really not welcome because I'm like 41. Right. Oh yeah. You got to be like tw- you got to be on a TV show yeah, or you 20. Oh, to sure. do the you got to be shiny, right? Okay. The first time I did the, like I used to showcase for all the festivals. So Jamie's assistant just said, you know, skip the three minutes, come in and do the 10 minute slot. Yeah. You know, so I'd already moved up. I've already got to two advanced two levels. And but still, that old guy on the side would introduce you, right? And he introduced me. This is his first time on stage. 
Murray Bank Ternalo. So, uh, so right then, everybody's <laughs> arm. Yeah. Murray fucking Murray weird name. V. They hear first time on stage, everybody's arms crossed. Oh. They sit back. All right, let's just be supportive of this guy. And then it was just like pulling teeth. And then I'm like, so what's up, Jamie? He's like, ooh, you come back again. And then yeah. I'm like, oh. I just don't get the old man sitting there. Yeah, he's like, yeah. why is for, my grandpa here? For some reason, to explain this. I survived <laughs> World War II. <laughs> the open mic at the Laugh Factory, an old guy sits on the corner of the stage, <laughs> literally on the corner of the stage. He's right fucking there. And introduces you. <laughs> right. He has no other job at I that club. I wish he was still there now. He's so I could do, like, if I was up there, I could do stuff. I mean, take this dickhead right here. <laughs> <laughs> take I mean, the Walmart greeter. Just like this drag him through shit. the mud. I mean, look at him. When's the last time you think he got laid? And I mean, you know. You think his dick even worked when it right. did? That's right. my time, everybody. Fuck you, man. Oh, Fuck you, Harvey. Uh, Harvey, is that his name? I think that so. That sounds about right. I think so. Yeah, he had an old guy name. <laughs> so how did your first time on stage go in front of 80 people who came to see you? It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. But that wasn't your first time, right? Oh, well, the first time would have been like in Bakersfield right? in a oh, warehouse right. on New Year's. Really? Yeah. That's out that's out of that's that's out of a shotgun, man. That's rough. It stuff. was, and the microphone wasn't working. <laughs> Uh, hopped up on meth, yeah. so it was just this fucking young, like eighteen-year-old dude pacing back and forth right. in a warehouse with everybody else was probably all methed out. Sure. And they're like, "When's the band gonna play? When's the band gonna play?" <sighs> there's two you types know. of music fans. Yes, <laughs> there's patient listeners, and there's <laughs> and they listen. What? All right, I, I've done my share of drugs in my day, sure, but I've never done meth. What does it do to you? Uh well, it, it's like uh, setting uh, broken glass on fire and <laughs> snorting that. Okay, uh, so it's like then, the coke you'd get out of Hollywood when I first moved to town. Yeah, that sure, was meth, but yeah. one little line of coke. <laughs> yeah, you've done meth. Oh, right. is that yeah. what it means? Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> it one, was pink, right? Yeah, yeah you did yeah, meth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, you gotta try some of that pink coke. Like oh. one little line of coke, right? In what 30, 40 minutes? Oh, I need another one. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Yeah, you could do one tiny little, back then, thing of meth, you know, the same, like, let's say, oh, I'm I'm experiencing cocaine, so I'll just do this little line of uh, methamphetamine. And by the time you finish your second novel, (laughs) it starts to wear off a little bit. Three days later, you're like, I just want to go to fucking sleep. Oh, really? It's that powerful? I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, dude, it's literally that powerful. But at that point, you have a choice to make, right? It's like I can go through this misery, or another, do three another days. one, or I can do another one <laughs> <laughs> and stay up for another two or three. Is days. it like That's that? what happens to people, right? Seriously, yeah. So it's, you... it has that chase, like Coke does. Like as soon as it goes down, you want to do another one. Uh no, oh, okay. no, you can. Uh, I mean, after you've done it a lot, then yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, then, then you're on the train, uh, <laughs> dancing with the devil. <laughs> like, fuck out of here! Let's do this shit. Let's fix a car. Oh, here, that's let's right. Build a car. That's you. You. What is it called? You got to do shit. You got to do stuff, right? Got to do so shit. wired. Is that yeah. the deal? Yeah. Yeah. Clean houses. Because I, I read, a, I remember Dirty an article bodies. and it like, yes. oh, I saw a thing yes. on it on HBO <laughs> where this meth addict had taken every electronics mm-hmm. apart uh-huh. in his house. That sounds right. And made but, them into one. But never put them back together. Oh, okay. Usually, He's like, I'm going to fix this radio. Usually and take it apart. what they do is then they'll combine all those things and be like, now I've made a super TV. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> It's got a radio in it. Yeah, they're like, I made my own speakers. Like, I knew a guy, he installed three stereos in his car. I'm like, 
Yeah? Yeah? You need three stereos? Is that necessary? One, oh, I got a cassette player. I got a CD player. And this just is AM, FM. And then a CD player. Yeah. My right. microwave has a toaster oven in it. And he might have, yeah. He might have invented DVD players. Uh, normally, I have to say uh, kids don't do drugs, but I think we're convinced. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, horrible. If you got a lot of projects you don't want to complete. Oh, uh, have you ever gone on stage high? No, no. Like anything? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, the, besides the math, I was uh, asking full charge. Yeah. If then I stopped on, that. Yeah. No. I uh, know. No, neither. I could never, ever, ever go on stage. I can't even. I don't smoke pot anymore, but I couldn't even. I can't even go to the right. store, let alone uh, go on stage. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like fun to me. No, yeah. I've done it. It's uh, it, it can go. It's hit or miss. Yeah, <laughs> it's hit or miss. <laughs> I've had dudes on here who talked about doing mushrooms and going on stage. Nope. No, no. <laughs> I remember the first time I did mushrooms. My friends were like, "Let's go to the mall." I'm like. No. <laughs> what do you want to leave the apartment? You no guys way. in here, the mall melted. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've talked to a cop on uh, mushrooms, and that's an experience I would never want to have to do again. Yeah, it I'm was not fun. It was were not. you are you in trouble? Yeah, I got pulled over. Uh, I forget why. I think he was looking for somebody else. Uh-huh. And he pulls us over. We're out in front, of, in front of a cemetery, right? It's like the backdrop wasn't cool enough. Right. You know? <laughs> And his lights are going. He's like, could you step out of the car? And I'm like, yep. And all my friends are like, oh, my God. Everybody in the car is like, we're all going to jail or at least Craig is. Right. And the weird thing, it was a canine unit, right? <laughs> and so he would ask me a question and then lean into the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I mean, and part of me is like, does he know I'm on mushrooms? Because he's talking to a fucking dog right now. But it's so tinted, you couldn't, you can't right. see in that back seat. Right. Like, is this the guy that, but it almost seemed to me like he's like, uh, where are you headed tonight? Oh, we're um, we're just going over to my mom's. Right? You're trying to think of the most Disneyland sure. answer. And then he like leans into the dog like, hey, do you think he's really going to his mom? <laughs> And then he asked me like three or four more questions. Lean into the dog again. And I'm like, and the lights are still whoosh, whoosh, right, right. Whoosh. And I'm just like, be cool, be cool, be cool. And then all of a sudden he just comes back, gives me all my shit. And he's like, all right, get out of here. And we get in the car. They go, dude, really? Really? Are you, you're not going to prison? Right, right. I'm like, no, dude. They go, what happened? I don't know. I guess the dog thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally my only, like, I think the dog liked us. I got pulled. We were at a, we, we used to rent out a, two rooms at Howard Johnson's in town and throw big parties. Because <laughs> one of, I, yeah. I was 18, I think I was it. So I could rent a room. Yeah. And then one night everybody got drunk and me and this other dude did mushrooms and the police came to shut it down. And everybody's like, I can't drive. I can't drive. I'm like, I'll drive. And I was just whacked <laughs> out. On my, and I remember going driving down. Right. It was me, Rich DeAndre. I'm selling everybody out. Miles Chizaki and probably Brian Clausens, who we affectionately called Dirtbag his mm -hmm. whole life. Uh, They're all hammered. I was on mushrooms. I remember driving down Route 23 and like watching the headlights go by. Yeah. And then the cars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, and we got pulled over, man. But did let me go? Yeah. Let me go. Because you're like, dude, I'm hand solo right now. <laughs> I'm driving in warp speed. I'm going to get out of a fucking asteroid worm's mm -hmm. stomach right now, buddy. You're goddamn right. No, all right. I ran into full charge the other night at a. What club was that? Surf City Surf Comedy, City Comedy club. club. You would think that would be perfect for the Mar right there. Right. It's right up your. Uh, you think so? Not anywhere near the beach. No. No? no. Of no. course not. It's in no. a strip mall. It's a strip mall. <laughs> okay. Yep. 
Just like everything else in Huntington Beach, right? Yeah. I get called to do the 6 o'clock show at the Ice House. 6 p.m. The sun is still blazing like it's noon. Oh, outside. you mean to go do comedy at 6? Yeah, yeah. Oh, to do comedy great. at 6. The, I'm going up. I asked him to go up first because I had something to Knock do. Knock out comedy night. before dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the MC didn't show up, so I had to go up first to an audience of 12 uh-huh. because it's 6 p.m. I thought you said you did a show. Right. <laughs> and so I get off stage. Is there off people stage. going, sitting there going, is, is there a salad bar? What the <laughs> fuck is this? I thought this was a senior dinner. <laughs> I get off stage at 6.13. I'm done for the night. It's not even out. night. Right, and it's traffic's not even horrible night. at Traffic's time. horrible. I you can still n- go catch two movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get off stage, I put on my sunglasses. Like, it's the sun is still up, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what to do right now. Yeah, that's always odd. And then my wife's like, you know, take the night, you know, we take the night off or whatever. We had a school function to go to, but my wife decided not to go. So. Smart girl. Yeah, totally. Blew that off. So I'm like, I'm like tech, randomly texting. And I text full. I'm like, what's full charge? Maybe he's hanging out somewhere. I'm just sitting in a goddamn parking lot in Huntington Beach because I got there too early. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing this club. Come on down. What's that, an hour drive? Something like that. I don't know. If you're lucky. That's yeah. what it took me. Nice. I'm like, all right, I'll come down, man. And I left at like 6.14. I got there less than an hour because the show started at 8, right? Everyone was surprised at how fast you got down there. Yeah. I am fucking shocked. Because I hung out at the club for a while, and then I drove to basically by your house. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, you know, a half hour away from the comedy club, and then you're like, "Come on down." I'm like, "All right, I think I can make it." Made it down in an hour. What the fuck? To another audience of twelve. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good uh, good time. No, that was packed. There's that about was a, forty people there. But that place only, right. that place only seats less than a hundred. Yeah, but you said packed. No, it was, you, <laughs> compared you said twelve to, too. I guess compared to twelve, to 12 right? <laughs> it was it was a, it was a fine amount of people. Oh, totally. That's an interesting club. It's in a what'd you call it? It's in a fucking Chuck E. Cheese, man. <laughs> no, it's in a <laughs> strip mall. A less a lesser Chuck, a second level Chuck E. Not yeah, quite. A, a, yeah, so, yeah something that aspires to be a Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck e. Cheese. <laughs> Jeffrey Gerbil. Some dude with the hand puppet. Yeah. Hey guys, eat some pizza. All right. But the show's place. Over. The place is huge. Yeah, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese, basically. Mm-hmm. It's fucking huge. And then one room is the comedy club. Now, last time I did that club, there were forty people in it that sat 80 but there was some metal cover band yeah on the other side in the couldn't same room. get in on the other side of the chuck e cheese oh okay couldn't get close there was lines out the door oh yeah to hear fucking metallica covered by 45 year old dudes jack yeah, talica that makes sense what'd you call it <laughs> jack talica jack talica <laughs> jared talica <laughs> cover bands man that's the business we gotta get into that's a good gig yeah, because everybody goes to see that shit. You yeah. can make money doing that. Why have an original band? Yeah, I like a good cover band name. Yeah, that's usually fun. You usually take a, a song. Yeah, yeah. Right. Van Halen has the Atomic Atomic Punks. Punks which, those are the big ones. That was one of their songs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The Atomic Punk. Atomic and those Punk. people. Pink Floyd has which one's pink? Yeah, that's someone told me, he goes, dude, fuck singing Van Halen now. He goes, get high, stand at the back of the room and see Atomic Punks. He goes, it's Van Halen, 1978. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, that's all there is to it. He goes, it's them. Well, David Lee Roth took the guitar <laughs> player the from the Atomic yeah. Punks out on the road with him. Because that dude's that good. And he's like, oh, you don't want to play with me, Eddie? Fuck you, I'll get this guy. <laughs> Who's just get, as good as yeah. you? Steve Van Halen. <laughs> 
All right. Wild Child, right? Right. Wild, Wild Child. Doors. Wild but Child, the weird thing about yeah. the cover bands is like the famous cover bands, <laughs> the LA famous cover sure. bands, they're starting to get Now they're old. old. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we got to come up with a cover this, cover this band. This is my favorite story that I read in LA Weekly was that mm. Rat and the cover band Rat and Roll mm-hmm. <laughs> played the House of Blues the same week and more people went to see Rat, Rat and Roll. Rat how fucking crazy is that? That's fantastic, dude. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's got to kill you. That's, oh, yeah, man. that's got to kick you in the balls. That's going to make old Milty. Rat and roll with a special oh. guest, Stephen Piercy. Yeah. Boo! What? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, the, that's, that's what you got to get into, man. That's good shit. Hey, you said you brought a couple stories with you. Road, road stories. stories are the title of the right. show. So, I listen, I can sit and talk drugs and music all fucking well, day. We're going to talk drugs again. Um, <laughs> apparently with me. Uh, I'm sure there's some music in there. Fuck. So me and the wife, she comes with me. You know, She used to go to, with me to the comedy shows back in the day before the kid. Right, and when you were first married, right? Yeah. Yeah, they all do that when you're first married. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my wife was like, when I told my wife I was getting back into stand-up, she's like, I'm going to come to every show. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to come see. to the first four, and then you're going to be like, mm, I've had enough. I'm good. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, so she came uh, with me to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So then on our way back, um, I was like, hey, let's smoke a joint. Yeah, I don't. Well, what I forgot about is the uh, checkpoint. Oh, uh, the Mexican checkpoint. The Mexico yeah, checkpoint. Yeah, the big border crossing thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's just outside of San Diego. Coming up from the four, it's the five or the four or five. It's the five. It's the five. You're coming from San Diego. Aaron knows he grew up in San Diego. Headed north. They have a checkpoint for people, which is what an hour and a half away from the border. Easy. No, it's right? fifty minutes or so. We'll say an hour. Yeah. An hour north of the border sure. is where they decide to check for. On the way back too. On the way back. Yeah. Where they decide to check for illegals sneaking across, drugs that, sneaking across, fruit, I fruit. Don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's like a second checkpoint. Basically, it is. Because yeah, yeah. They have a checkpoint at the border. It oh, is. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you thought there wasn't going to be one. <laughs> if you've ever seen a Cheech and Chong movie, you know that they have people there. <laughs> right. And they have those great signs of families running across the street. Yeah, where the the kids actually flying in the air. Yeah. Because the parents, says, the dad's careful. like dragging mom. Be careful. Yeah. There's a command. make sure you don't hit these guys. That's it's a science. Just be careful of people running across the street. Right. And the only reason I bring that up, not to make fun of it, but there's a, a Latino comedian. There's this, eight Latino comedians that sell that T-shirt. But this one sells. <laughs> this one sells one with like 37 kids oh, trailing really? behind it, uh-huh, and right. can't keep them in stock. I'm sure. Of course can't not. Fly off the shelves. Oh, I'm like, I'm stop sure. doing comedy and sell that shirt. Yeah, but when yeah. I sell it, I'm some kind of dick. Right. Yeah. Right. You're right. an asshole. <laughs> So this thing is placed a certain way that you can't see it until you're right up on it. Because mm-hmm. it's like on an incline. Like they must have studied this and perfectly right. <laughs> placed this thing. So we're literally smoking this joint. Car is just <laughs> full of smoke. And then I see all these lights up ahead. I go, wow, what is all that? Like, you know, you haven't crested the hill to see sure. it. There's just this fucking ominous glow, right? It's like dark, dark, dark. What's that? I go, and I looked at the wife. I go, I hope to God that is a crashed UFO. <laughs> we might be fucked. I'm like, we start putting that shit out, roll down the window. And it was too late. You're just trying to air it out. As soon as we got, yeah, because then all of a sudden it's there. We start rolling the windows down. And I'm like, oh, we are fucked. Guy just walks up to the window. And normally they're like, yep, go. Yeah, yeah. 
He walks up. He probably gets two feet from the car. And he goes, pull over. <laughs> right over there, dude. And it happened to be, you know, normally it's two guys, right? There's yeah. two guys there, and they're just waving people through. You don't even have to stop, usually. Nobody yeah, yeah, they usually just wave now. you through. But this is one of those weeks. As racist as it sounds, especially if you're white. Sure. Especially if you're white, they just wave you through. Normally, and she's so Nordic. Normally, we're oh, like, oh, we get a pass every time. The yeah. next three cars get a pass, you right. so white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he pulls us over, and this is the weekend where it's like, I don't know if it was training or what, but mm-hmm. like this door opens and like 15 dudes come out in SWAT uniforms. Wow. Like U.S. Marshal shit. Jesus. Whoever. Whoever's a joint out here. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to shoot it dead. They Someone had a, reported a spliff. Yeah, they had a dog. A I dog. Mean, it, it was all out. All was out. I'm was like, it the same dog from the original story? That would have been fantastic. That been awesome. Like, I know these you guys. They're like, <laughs> right? These cars are cool. <laughs> oh, shit, it's you again. You're cool. You remember me. Come on. <laughs> and they, uh, so they, they come out, they get us out of the fucking car. And the dog, of course, we just smoked. The dog's going nuts, right? right? He's sniffing the tires. He's in the car. He's in the front seat. He's in the back seat. He's sniffing the trunk. And they're just like, all right. Where is it? You know, this one guy, one guy is being a hard ass, yeah. right? And he's just like, so what do you, uh, you're married? Then looks at my wife, because she's cute. Right. <laughs> he looks at her, he goes, you guys are married? And I'm like, yeah. Like in my head, I'm like, yeah, fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the cute girl. Right. She's from Alaska. God damn right I got her. She's imported. Hung she's, like a yeah, horse. Yeah, I took her from a Can third world Can they search your car? Do they have special rights at those borders? Yeah. I think so. They do. Okay. I well, think apparently that plume of smoke is probable cause anyway. You are on, that's federal property. Gotcha. So you I think they can kind of do whatever they want, it seems. I bet you. Did they ask you if you could, they could search See? your car? Nobody asked. Mm. Right. So they probably so can. So they probably can do right. whatever the fuck they want. I think Aaron, can you confirm this? We got to call I've Ryan never Stout. Been, I've never right, been. Right. Ryan Stout would know. And so, uh, yeah, so they go nuts. This guy's being a total dick to us. And my mm. wife starts crying. And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm Keep hearing pigtails for some reason. Right. Poking and, her with a pin. Yeah, Cry she's more. like wearing this country girl plaid shirt. I'm just like, God, you look so Midwesty right now. Right. I'm like, fucking please work that shit. <laughs> and they fucking, and then the guy just comes over to me and he goes, all right, where's it at? Like, they're convinced I got a pounds sure right? right and i go i told him i go dude it's i got like a joint it's in the cigarette pack right and he got to go over and this dude's all got it like <laughs> yeah holds it in the air this <laughs> it's a pound of weed compacted into one yeah. joint right. like you'll get high as fuck and uh <laughs> and the, the the lead guy he just goes are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> and he just he, he takes mm. it in his hand and he looks at me he goes is this it? And I go, yeah, dude. <laughs> I go, that is it. And and the guy who's a hard ass with us, he just looks looks at the Sarge or whatever, and he's just like, what do you think, Sarge? Should we take him in? And he goes, Are you, really? <laughs> <laughs> and he just like he just throws it at him. He goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but what saved us? Our saving grace, like literally, as that's happening, this fucked up truck pulls up. And these two just just greasy dudes. Yeah. And someone pulled them over. 
And the guy opens his door and just beer cans just fall <laughs> out. And I look, I wink at the wife. I'm like, there you go. That's the sound of freedom. <laughs> right there. Ting, 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 ting. And then that's the get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> they're like, we're taking these guys to jail. Get you two get out of here. Yeah. And that was that. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know that, that checkpoint coming in from Vegas? It's I don't a, know that it's one. It's a no. fruit checkpoint. Right. It's the biggest waste. There's one from of Oregon to California too. Government money ever. Mm-hmm. I've driven that drive a thousand times, and I've a. There's usually nobody there. Right. You just have to slow down and go through the turnstiles. Yes. Whatever they're called. And if there is somebody there, just they're usually waving you through. There's a hat over their eyes. Their feet are up like it's fucking Mayberry. Right. And oh shit! Right. I saw. I thought I saw some broccoli. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's a fruit thing. Get it's that guy's a, license plate. You, you don't bring your fruit. It's the magfly. It's ridiculous. Which isn't even a thing now. There's no magflies left? No, they're all over the place. So there's nothing anybody's going to do about it. So let it fucking go. We need to (laughs) fucking save some money and close that thing down. Plus, it's fucking added 10 minutes to my drive back from Vegas. Thank you. I like to keep it at a nice... 10 minutes on that 16-hour drive? I like to keep it at a nice 90... Set the cruise control. Oh, right. Don't like. Don't like to have to stop. Don't like to put my foot on a pedal. Heard yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard that. Till I see the sky. Till I get to LA, LA. right? <laughs> and then I slow it down to eighty. Yeah, uh, you can't go. You can really only go at night. What just, Vegas? Just Las Vegas. Yeah, I drive back at night. Well, I don't go anymore since the Vegas improv got closed down. But mm-hmm. that's that. What Whoa. was your? Did your other story have to do with drugs too? <laughs> I should have just started drug stories. Yeah. I have more fun talking about drugs than I do about the road. Well, I think, well, the other story, it's it's not as interesting. It's um, <laughs> it's just when I was, good you know, sell, good that, sell, that good band sell. in Alaska, like, like now I know that we're like 40 years old, that the, the Arb League guitarist was insane. Uh-huh. You know, like back then. It's just like artistic. He's artistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's just yeah. this cult leader of this fucking underground world in Anchorage, Alaska. Right. Now you're like, oh, you're fucking insane, dude. Right. Like, you can't handle life. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking off your rocker, but you can play the guitar. Is he a good guitar player? Yeah, he was. He was great. He's a punk band. He doesn't have to be good. Mm-hmm. But he but was then, great. But then you quickly realize... Like, if he lived in L.A. and did mm-hmm. this, he would have accidentally become a rock star. <laughs> because somebody who said, no, 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 fuck that. We're signing you. We're putting you in a studio. We're putting you on and the And they would have handled this bullshit They would have just him. done everything for him, right. shoved him in a car, and got him on the road yeah. and all that, right? And he would have lost his mind at some point, but everybody made a ton of money. Sure. But he lived in Alaska, so that wasn't going to happen, you know? And right. he wasn't going to leave. Like, once I realized, he's like, uh, oh, no, I would never do any corporate bullshit to make money off of this and I looked at my wife and I go guess who's not drumming in this fucking band anymore that was fun later I was like, no done. one's even asking and he's yeah, like exactly. no way yeah. exactly I was like this shit's already a wrap I'm like fuck this cause he wanted to go on tour right? and I was like okay here we go right. we'll make an EP we'll go on tour yeah, yeah. make a record cool I was down with all that but then his ideas were like no no we're gonna get a big tent and we're just going to show up in town and we'll like rent a, an area, like uh-huh. in a farm or something. And uh-huh. we'll just put on these shows. And I'm all, hey, Lollapalooza. We're going to have Woodstock every week. Yeah. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like Coleman stock. We're not Jeff Talica. We can't just pay <laughs> you at all. Like we would, do, we would do that in Alaska. We did do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're in Alaska. 
They're like, nothing's happening. Hey, but these weirdos just showed up on the edge of town. Let's go kill them. Fuck yeah, they yeah. Let's, let's pay five. Let's pay five dollars. Watch them and then beat them up in ten yeah. minutes. If your shit's good enough, we won't hurt you. Pop, pop. I just pop. was like, I can't believe it. So this guy Who's was playing wear... my drums. Oh, that guy's gun is yeah. playing my fucking snare. <laughs> so this guy w- would wear shit like driving the car, clown shoes, and a sombrero. Right. Right. It's funny on stage, and. uh we're going to this festival, and we're going to play it. And these hillbillies are at this uh, grocery store giving these girls, like, they're just kind of creeping on these, these Is this girls. Alaska still? Yeah. And these girls are hitchhiking, right? So he gets out of his car with his sombrero and his clown shoes, <laughs> and he walks over there to these guys. And these are big hillbilly dudes, you know, lumberjacks. Right. And he's like... Hey, yeah, I think uh, I think maybe you guys ought to just uh, leave these ladies alone. <laughs> and they're like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm a Mexican rock and roll clown. I'm, and I'm senior Superman. And they just kind of like weirded out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, and then the rest of us kind of start coming around him like, all right, you know, maybe you should leave these chicks alone. A little dude. car pulls up. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. And they're just kind of like, okay, we're not going to get stabbed in the Wasilla parking lot. By these fucking freak shows, and so they kind of sure got these in are the car. only women in town, but <laughs> we should just let this one go. And that's no joke. Yeah, so that that's kind of it with him there. And then you know, then what? Years go by, and my bass player is like, "Hey, have you seen uh, Trey lately?" <laughs> the rock I'm and roll on, clown. Yeah, and I go, "No, I haven't." And he goes, "Oh, cool. Yeah, he looks like a homeless druid wizard." <laughs> and when I saw him, I'm like, "Holy fuck! Yeah, you nailed it." <laughs> I'm just like, "It looks like Jimmy Page." Dreads and just man, this, the is dude, he still playing? You know what he when he, I or is he crying? Yeah, oh yeah, he's absolutely playing. Okay. He's fucking homeless and um, kind of couch surfaces. Oh, what's it called? The fucking Sun Temple Band or some shit. Jesus Christ! What's the cost to rent, rent an apartment in, in Alaska? Nothing. Like Seven dollars. Yeah, yeah right. nothing. Like I know last summer he like lived in a. They made a house out of pallets. <laughs> oh, okay. One of in those the, in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that really does happen, huh? Yeah, and I just all look right. at the wife and all. Hey, you glad I left the band? <laughs> She's like, "Wow, <laughs> look at this shit!" Shout out to Jamie Lisso, Lasalle Lasso, comedian, lives up in Wasilla. Hey, moved up there with his wife. He oh. lives in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Why? His wife's from Alaska, so they moved up there. Oh, he works a ton, man. He's like, as soon as I moved up there. Fucking work all the time. Oh, he work, sure. He works all Alaska? No, he works down here, too. Okay. And I guess he does the one gig in Alaska, which I've sure. never done. That makes sense. Charlie Goodnight? No, no. Chill Chilcoots. Chill coots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, chill. Yeah. Oh, rape, rape parking lot. Yeah. Oh, re- what? Yeah, that's rape parking lot. That's what, that's what all the girls I knew knew it as. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. After a comedy show? Oh, just any night. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Go look that shit up. How many rapes <laughs> happen in Chilcoot Charlie's parking lot? Go on Megan's Law. And the whole parking lot is lit up. Seriously, yeah. No, it's just a fucking gnarly part of Anchorage. Maybe shit's changed. I highly doubt it. I know. It pays pretty good. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I've never performed. You never never did that? No, I've been there, though, because I was playing some other place in Anchorage. And we went there because there's, you know, we just wanted to see it. It's a really cool building. Sure. When you're not getting raped in the parking lot. Exactly. Well, we're not talking about the parking lot. We're talking (laughs) about the the building. The building's amazing. (laughs) No one's raping you. There's, like, lots of rooms. (laughs) Yes. What was the other thing? Sawdust on the floor. It was called, like, it was some gig that Luca Polanca used to book. Oh, Jesus. And it was in downtown Anchorage. And it was in some basement somewhere. Hmm. It was called, like, the snow pile or the woodshed. I'm pretty sure it was called the woodshed. (laughs) The woodshed. Sounds right. 
Yeah. Basement. Put you up? Sounds right. Huh? They put you up? Oh, yeah. It was was it like a bad one, like a triple one-nighter? Or? The shows were rough. Yeah? The shows were rough. We went Halloween weekend, and uh, and then no one really showed up to the mm. shows. And I remember doing one show at a bar that was like nearby, mm-hmm. and the people just like really hated us. That's <laughs> they funny. really hated us. They could probably smell the book reading on you. Yeah, they were mad. <laughs> they were mad at me. Mm-hmm. Who'd you go with? Mike Favorman and I went about oh, nine years ago. <laughs> oh, well, we know where he's going after the show. Favorman's going to the Chilkoots parking lot. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> At all. Kidding, I'm kidding. I like Favorman. I'm kidding. He's never been accused of any of that. If we're gonna get, if we're gonna Your get, Honor. If we're going to get sued for anything, it's going to be the Fred Durst bashing, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm a rock star. That's coming back to That's coming us. back to bite hey, me Hey, listen, anything that's going to put me on the map at I was just going to say, God damn. A fight with Fred Durst would be kind of fun. <laughs> Seriously, this podcast could use a fight with Fred Durst. He'd probably be oh glad God. you mentioned his name. He's fucking talking about us. I saw him pull up in fucking Warner Brothers and be like, I am a podcast star. <laughs> Do you hear me? I am a podcast star. Do not fuck up my car. Do not fuck up my Honda Element. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been a joy. Absolutely. Coleman, what do you like better, performing in bands or stand-up? Wait, what did you play in a band? Oh, bands for sure. What did you play in a band? Oh, drums. Okay. You don't have to think of anything. You just get up there and play this song again, and once you know the song, just fucking bang it out. Yeah. And people can enjoy music without... All the time. You don't have to interact with the audience as much. Right. So say people aren't going nuts and showing their tits, you can still play the song, Yeah. and no one's like, fuck you guys. Right. Right. And people... I want to hear that one song yeah. again and again. Like, and if you get one good idea, you can make it last for four minutes. Goddamn right. True. You get like eight good ideas and you're set. You got an album. <laughs> yes. Eight good ideas on stage is about three and a half minutes when right? you're doing comedy. Oh, man. And you can, eight. Yeah. And Dude, you can I play must... those same eight songs for the rest of your goddamn life. Yeah. I must have written 10 or 12 jokes and tried them out the other night. I might have one. There you that, go. That stuck. I right? might have one that landed, and it's so far down the pike, I don't even know how to set it I'm up. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm getting out of the business, too. Oh, you are? You quit? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let me put it this way. I never did a concert. We never played a show with the band, and I got off stage and went, fuck. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. <laughs> right? Even the worst. No, I used to play in bands, too. It's, it was pretty fun. I think you I like said playing it once. In bands. Even your worst show is just practice at someone else's place. Me and Craig place. used to play in a band. Yeah, we did. Know. Oh, I didn't know you guys played in a band. Yeah, we man. Did. We did. Did you gig? No, we didn't. But we got like really good at like five or six songs, and then the main guy split on us. Yeah. What did you play? I played bass in that band. I'll play guitar. I'm a good guitar player. Uh, Let's fucking do it. I don't yeah, know. My window might have closed. <laughs> <laughs> I might be done. Yeah, window might have closed. I'll see you all on the fucking road tomorrow night. <laughs> that window closed, but we're still fucking out there. Exactly. <laughs> all right, I'll say it. Yes, we'll get the band together. Let's right, get the band Let's put together. that on the list. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking shit we're supposed to do. <laughs> I just want you know what I used to do, man. I used to just rent out a, a rehearsal hall because they're so cheap and just fucking blow off steam. Sure, one night I'll that do that. Sense. No, I, it was like bring really, a six pack of beer and just it was blow really off steam. fun or ecstasy when we when we were playing in this. It band. was, it was. What was your name? We, we didn't, didn't even get to yet. that point because uh, we never played out. We were literally yeah. at the point where we're like, dude, I think we could play a show in a month. We really? had six. We had six songs that were fucking really good, and then yeah. a couple. Covers. And we knew a couple, a couple covers. We would yep. have been all right. We would have yeah. been all right. Could have done a show. Yeah. Who was the third guy? Don't know. A guy named. Well, we're not even allowed to mention his name. Yeah, we're oh. not friends with him anymore. He got so well, butt hurt about some shit. I still text back and forth with. Oh, him. Oh, you do? But he doesn't. He actually helped me. Me and Craig start the podcast. He did. Oh, okay. Uh, as like our engineer or whatever. 
and we'd mention his name and talk to him just because he was in the room <laughs> yes. or whatever. And we called him one time and he got really mad that that we mentioned his name and, and we got to the point where we were just mentioning his first name, but he was like, but there was other details where people could figure out who right, he right. was. Right. He was really paranoid that someone was going to look him up. Oh, okay. He didn't want to be associated with our, our <laughs> That's basically our, our what smut. He, was. he didn't want to be associated with us. <laughs> he thought it would keep him from and I'm like, trust me, dude. No one's listening. There's fans yeah. of mine that won't listen to the fucking podcast. Right, right. People come up to me and they're like, I loved you on your mom's house. I'm like, I got a podcast. They're like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I like you on the other thing. <laughs> totally. Exactly. You know? So I can't even give this shit away. Right. Oh, That's hilarious. Too good, dude. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, every time I like hint around, I don't want to mention anybody's name. But he was such and such. It's like it takes not even half a Google to be like, oh, <laughs> you're talking about Craig Coleman. Like I can't. If I'm not good. I'm not right. good at. I don't want to. Like, I always. I'm like I don't want to mention anybody's name. And then like the third sentence in, everybody's like, oh, he's talking about Orny Adams or whoever the fuck sure, or whatever. Sure. We were dissing somebody on my podcast for a long time, and it took a long time for people to figure it out. But they did. Uh, like one guy emailed me, and they're like, "Is this the guy?" <laughs> I'm like, maybe. <laughs> Maybe so not. I'll never confirm this type of shit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I never. But confirm. when people come up and ask me about it, I tell them. Oh, I, yeah. go, I go, hey, if you see me at a show, ask me, I'll tell you. Really? Oh, I never do that. And they're always very disappointed. Because it's always Coleman. Because <laughs> it's always Coleman. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, this is fun. Absolutely. Thanks for Good coming times. in the morning. So when, my, we start, when are we going to start? My fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get this show going. <laughs> <laughs> Enough bullshitting. It's how easy podcasting is. You can do it on accident. Like I don't have to, the mics off. I don't have to pick up my kid for another hour, so I just kept rolling. I didn't care. Nice. I, got, I got an hour to kill. I think I'd be productive instead of sitting around talking to you clowns. Right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right, man. <laughs> off to court for me. Uh, let's Coleman, get. Coleman's got to go to court next to my house. That's hilarious. And we're forty-five minutes away from my house. We could. I'm sorry, dude. We could have. Well, it was. Voltron lives on this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's don't, all good, Don't dude. worry about me. You all schedule right. it wherever you want. Ah, that's a, that's a good, all right. <laughs> don't put this shit on me. Don't all right. <laughs> all right, Coleman's halfway out the door. He's got his sunglasses on. Right. All right, hey, uh, Matt Voltron, Craig Coleman, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me, man. Engineer Aaron, thanks for uh, being over there and looking cute. And uh, come see these guys and look up their stuff. They're very funny. See you later. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is our studio, too, you know. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon